3: across the mountain state. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Welcome to the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, the official restoration company of the West Virginia University Mountaineers. Today's show is also brought to you by Farmer, Klein & Campbell, West Virginia's injury lawyers, CEC, Civil and Environmental Consultants, hiring West Virginians to do West Virginia's work. CECinc.com, that's C E C I N C dot. In addition to Coach Brown's weekly comments, we'll hear from West Virginia assistant coaches and key Mountaineer players. Now, let's talk Mountaineer football alongside the Wolfman, Dale Wolfley. Here's your host, Dan Zangrilli.
4: And good afternoon, Mountaineer Nation. We welcome you to the Neil Brown Press Conference show here presented by our friends at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. As West Virginia this week prepares for TCU, and it's going to cap the five straight weeks for West Virginia playing without a bye week. Three and three Horn Frogs, three and three Mountaineers. Dale Wolfley uh, looking to avenge. Just a, a tough one. Uh, all in all, Saturday afternoon in Austin, Texas. You, you fall seventeen 13 uh, mm. I'm sure Neil's going to have a lot to say about that. we Learned a lot about about ourselves, and uh, West Virginia is going to try to regroup and and get it done against TCU here at home in front of fans.
5: Yeah, there's no doubt, Danny. And, and anytime you lose, it's tough. Anytime you lose to Texas the way uh, the Mountaineers did, it's extremely tough. And I know the team is very disappointed, along with the coaches, as well as Mountaineer Nation, all in all. There's no doubt about it. But here's the reality of it. The reality is is that this team is getting better. Mm -hmm. This team is competing. It's going toe-to-toe. They did not come out victorious against Texas. They did not come out victorious against Texas Tech. And they did not come out victorious against Oklahoma State, Daddy. But they were competitive in all the games. And they're actually advancing themselves to be in a position to win the game. Now, the next step the next big stride is to go ahead and get in position and then execute and win the game on the road.
4: Speaking of strides, Winston Wright has made a ton of strides. He's Mm. going to be stopping by the program a little bit later on uh, in this hour. Plus, we'll talk to Coach Coons as well, one of uh, Neil Brown's assistants and – Neil Brown uh, has probably a lot of great things to say about Winston Wright. I kn- I know you do as well, right?
5: Absolutely, because he is right uh, for the Mountaineers. And there's no doubt, hey, Mr. Jr. there, you know I've been talking about him since the beginning of camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, really thought he was poised and ready to go and, you know, make contributions to this team, which he obviously is.
4: So, uh, Wolf, as we we take a look at TCU on the surface, uh, do we see the typical Gary Patterson team that we're just accustomed Mm. to seeing year in and year out strong defensively? dual-threat quarterback, Max Duggan. Boy, he's been there seemingly forever. Uh, so uh, w- what do you got as far as the Horn Frogs are concerned? Is that the script again? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm just rubber stamping from last year and the year
5: before and then the
4: year before that.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're not quite as good as they have been on defense, Danny. Uh, they're about average. I mean, they're, you know, they're scoring the same amount of points that so they're giving up. There's some things, there are some holes to them. Although they are like fourth or fifth in the Big 12 with total yards rushing against, they are eighth in the Big 12 with 4.4 yards average. So that's good hope for Mountaineers who actually struggled last week against Texas. So get that running game back going again.
4: What do you think we lacked in the run game, Wolf, uh, that maybe we just didn't have Mm -hmm. uh, in Austin that we had seemingly uh, every game outside of Oklahoma State uh, to date?
5: Well, I'll tell you, those two interior guys uh, were tough. They were heavy. Uh, You know, they were big and they, they played well. I do think the Mountaineers at times did okay. And they came off and were physical. I, don't, I didn't see as much of a physicality problem as I did see with communication. Uh, that's my own personal view. When I looked at the film, I saw uh, communication issues where I don't think that they were actually uh, blocking the people that they were supposed to at all times. Okay. And, again, it's not to say is the Mounters did do some good things in the run game. They also did some good things in the screen game, which I think you really saw that in the second half.
4: All right. Okay, Neil Brown is uh, coming up. But when we return, uh, his press conference is brought to you by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. We'll hear from the head coach stepping to the podium to recap Texas. Take a look at TCU when we return here on MSN, the Mountaineers Sports Network. When the unexpected happens,
6: it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown.
1: When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company the Mountaineers
7: call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Civil and Environmental Consultants, or CEC, is an employee-owned engineering and environmental consulting firm. At CEC, people come first, whether that's our clients, our employees, or our fellow citizens. It's why we listen intently and work harder to learn our clients' business. It's why we prioritize the career development of every individual on our team, and it's why we're invested in the success of our local communities. People are why we do what we love and love what we do. CEC, West Virginians doing West Virginia's work. Visit CECinc.com for more. That's CECinc.com
3: listening to the neil brown press conference show presented by panhandle cleaning and restoration the official restoration company of the mountaineers now it's time to hear from coach brown
4: being with us uh, here on msn dan and wolf uh, as we get you ready for tcu um for those uh, on the video side that didn't have an opportunity to hear wolf uh, give give me the uh, the breakdown quickly of tcu before neil brown steps to the podium
5: Yeah, absolutely. They got the dual-threat quarterback. They got running back by committee, just like Texas did. Not as big running backs. but, again, Max Dugan, he is the leading rusher uh, and passer. And, again, in defense, they're good in defense, but they're not as good as they normally have been. A little bit of a change there, uh, again, is they're allowing 4.4 yards per carry in the rush, uh, which is about eighth in the Big 12. So it's a good thing for the Mountaineers, who struggled a bit in the rushing game against Texas. So let's get that rushing game back on track again, Danny. Yeah,
4: no doubt. Uh, Neil Brown uh, stepping to the podium here in just a moment to take a look uh, back at Texas and then uh, ahead at T. TCU uh, three and three both teams in this division Wolf. Uh, I mean not to, to to speculate on what coach is going to say, but uh, you've been in that head coaching chair. Yeah. How do you address um, you know your Tuesday presser after a tough one on Saturday? Do you just have to just take that rearview mirror off the windshield so you don't look back at all mm-hmm. and just only look forward, or do you have to? to kind of focus in on a little bit more to say, hey, we cannot under any circumstances do this, that, or the other thing uh, again. That's that, that fine line that uh, I certainly don't envy a, a head coach in Damn. this situation as to how you you have those teachable moments, but at the same time, not dwell on them.
5: It's tough, Danny, but you have to understand is that you have to be the same in and out. Mm-hmm. Wins and victories, all right, wins and losses, because you got to be at that same level. Steady, man. Steady. This is a team that is growing. This is a team that is better uh, if you go back to last year, you, there's no comparison between the two, how much better they are this year and how they're competing. So, what, what you're going to do is you want to build off what you did well in Texas. And, of course, you have to address what you didn't do well in Texas. And then you got to let it go. Then your rear mirror is gone. Yeah. Okay. Because you learn from it and you, you move on. And now you're looking ahead towards TCU. There is no doubt, no doubt, being a head coach, you get you know you got to take the heat when it's when it's bad and you always take the glory when it's good so it it evens out especially if uh, you're a winning program
4: yeah and that's something that neil did before he even walked off the field entirely uh, jed drenning put a microphone in front of his face uh, you know as soon as the clock hit zeros and, and neil said hey this one's on me so um He's a great shooter. He is. Good, bad, indifferent. Uh, I think realism is what we're steeped in, and that's so very important. So you'll hear from him when we come back. Uh, plus, uh, Coach Coons and uh, Winston Wright our other guests here this hour on the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration on MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. When the unexpected
6: happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown.
1: When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company the Mountaineers
8: call. Panhandle
1: Cleaning and Restoration
8: have you been injured in a wreck you shouldn't have to worry about fighting the insurance company and it shouldn't cost you a dime call attorneys farmer klein and campbell 800-687-5990 we help fellow west virginians ask around we've probably helped a friend neighbor or even a family member we never ask you for money and we don't get paid unless you do injured in a wreck call the law firm you know 800-687-5990 attorneys farmer klein and campbell around here you matter
3: We'll be back after these messages from your local station. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network.
7: Civil and Environmental Consultants, or CEC, is an employee-owned engineering and environmental consulting firm. At CEC, people come first, whether that's our clients, our employees, or our fellow citizens. It's why we listen intently and work harder to learn our clients' business. It's why we prioritize the career development of every individual on our team, and it's why we're invested in the success of our local communities. People are why we do what we love and love what we do. CEC, West Virginians doing West Virginia's work. Visit CECinc.com for more. That's CECinc.com. At Encova Insurance, we encircle you with insurance solutions you can trust. We provide coverage to protect what you care about. Business insurance,
9: including workers' compensation, auto, home, and life insurance. What makes us unique? Our superior financial strength. Smart technology. A one-stop shop for custom-tailored solutions. Encova 360, our approach to workers' compensation and local decision-making. We are Encova Insurance. Visit Incova.com for more information. Trust the Climb. West Virginia football is on the rise under coach Neil Brown.
2: Ellinger pressure, Stills, got him down! He sacked him! Here he is, still sacks Sam Ellinger.
9: Join us as we do battle against the Big 12 at Mountaineer Field and Push Pushkar Stadium.
2: DeSarfield has a wide open receiver. The ball is caught into the end zone. Touchdown!
9: Tickets for the 2020 season are on sale now at wvugame.com or by calling 1-800-WVU-GAME.
6: Join the Climb today.
4: Welcome back to the Neil Brown press conference show presented by panhandle
10: cleaning and restoration. The coach is at the podium. So let's join live in progress. We usually do, or we would like to, we didn't create as many negative plays. Um, I think Texas was probably a little off as well, which helped us. Um, but I thought we played okay. We didn't play poorly by any means. Uh, 17 points. We'll take that. And you got to win with 17 points, but I think we can play better defensively. Um, offensively, the, the two obvious negatives are our red zone. Um, you know, and then and really what the red zone came to came down to is two fourth down plays. And you know, our lack of rushing on on Saturday um really really hurt us. Um, letting not being hundred uh, percent was a factor there. But really I thought that, that Texas is interior guys and, and that really wasn't the case. We really went in um no knowing that they were big in interior, but our inside guys have played well up until this point. Um and we really tried to keep Osai out of the game as much as we could and we did limit him we did limit him I thought we protected him well but their their interior d-line really were dominant in the game Uh, the positives uh, we controlled the clock um, really efficient in the pass game especially in the second half Um, had several explosive plays didn't turn the ball over Um, but at the end of the day offensively just not enough points not enough points and got to play better in critical situations so disappointing. Um, we've made it, we made a lot of progress, um, over, over the last year, uh, really weren't in this, in, in the, in that game against Texas a year ago, past about midpoint of third quarter right there with multiple opportunities to win the game. So we're making improvement, but we're not in it for close. And so we've got to, we've got to be able to finish those games. And, and that's kind of where we're at right now. So disappointing, um, that we couldn't come away in Austin with the win. So, Big 12 Conference, every week's tough. And so we turn the page and we've got um, a TCU team coming in that's uh, that's playing their best football and um, won their last two games. I thought they uh, were, were really a, had a dominant performance over Texas Tech uh, last Saturday. Um, they, they look like a typical Gary Patterson football team to me, and they're, they're physical, disciplined. Um, and really, really playing well right now in all three phases. Um, kind of preview of special teams. They've got a great punter, Australian, older guy, uh, that's really punted well for them. They have one of the best punt return units in the country. That's something that they take a lot of pride in. Uh, they've been consistent, consistently one of the best punt return units in the country. They took one uh, for a touchdown against us last year. Got two returners, Spielman and Davis, that are special. Um, and we that's going to be a huge play in the game. You know, the games that they played well in, they've, they've always got big, big returns from their punt return unit. And they do a great job with kickoff return as well. And they do really good schemes and they've got good returners. And so um, our coverage units, again, are going to be tested. I feel like I say that a lot, but this week is, is, is it, they will be again. Offensively, they're, they're a spread attack, um, ability to mix tempos. Uh, they go fast when they want to. Uh, they've been a very very effective run in the football. I mean, if you look at the stats over the last two games, they've really ran the ball well. I think that's kind of as they've they've gone through this winning streak here. That's been the key. Uh, their quarterback in my in my mind's very similar to Ellinger. Um, you know, he's a tough runner. Had 180 yards last week. Has ability to go the dead. win, it had an 81 yard run, so he's fast. He's improved his accuracy. Uh, tough kid, um, and he's playing well for them right now uh, proved his accuracy as a pa- as a passer they've got a running back committee by committee uh some heavily recruited kids in that room um they get a bunch of guys carries and then receiver they've got they've got good speed uh, they've got the barber kid that they get the ball to a lot of different ways and he can make people miss and and he played well at the end of last year and has continued to be their leading receiver and they've got a couple other guys that can really go um you know defensively um if you look at longevity, I think Gary's done it at a, an extremely high level for a, for for a long time, and uh, I'm not sure anybody in the last 20 years has played defense better than TCU. Uh, if you look at it, the whole package, and so that's a credit to him. Uh, it's always a challenge going against him. And they're playing their best ball of the year. They have two safeties that um, are, are great players. Um, number seven will be a will be a high draft pick. Um, the linebacker who 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 feels like he's been there a, a long time, but Wallow he he is all over the field and plays the game the right way. Physical, um, does a good job of of reading and, and reacting. Um, their two defensive ends are young, but are are legitimate pass pass rushers, and they got great first steps, great ball get off, um, and so and they give you nothing easy. That's the thing about when you play against TCU, you know you know what the deal is going to be. There's going to be no no easy plays, no easy runs, no easy completions. And so this is a huge game for us. Uh, we're excited about getting back here at Mountaineer Field and and getting back um, in front of our home fans. Hope we had a good crowd. Uh, the weather's going to be outstanding on Saturday, so it should be a good day. With that, I'll take questions.
9: First up is Greg Hunter. So Neil, your your lack of run production Saturday. You guys have been pretty good at that all year, but Saturday obviously was a struggle. Was it Letty's injury or the Texas just overpower you guys up front, or a combination of both?
10: Combination of both, Greg. It was. We we had more one on one losses. Um, and, and let's start this. Letty Letty wasn't 100. percent Got hurt on the first play of the game uh, on a ball on a play where he was actually on the perimeter blocking, um, and he wasn't the same. Um, we're hoping. Uh, we're going to take care of him this week. We're we're hopeful that he'll play. We won't know till later in the week. I know somebody will ask that. We won't know till later in the week, um, but he was not at full speed. Um, and then the uh, the two other issues in the run game were: number one, they played really well, um, and they they were they were dominant at times interior wise. Um, I thought they used their hands, um, and we lost a lot of, a lot of one on one blocks there. Second issue is where 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 issues on our own. We we had some miscommunications, mis IDs, affronts. That um, on three third downs, where we just weren't on the same page. Um, had decent. Um, we should have had numbers in the box, and and we just didn't get on the right people. So, um, combination of those three, Letty not being one hundred percent, we us losing one on ones, especially into ninety three. Uh, he looked like a like a big big time player in that game, and then us not doing a good enough job communicating and and IDing.
6: Next is Cody Nesper.
10: Hey, Neil. I wanted to ask about your fourth
11: down philosophy of when, you know, you decide to go for it. Um, are there, like, guidelines
6: you have for certain areas of the field, or is it all sort of on a case-by-case basis?
10: No, I think the overall philosophy is is, is we're going to try to be aggressive, and we felt like we had good plays, um, and, and those are plays we practiced. For those situations, some of them we've practiced for multiple weeks, um, and I think that you, you're going to have scored touchdowns in the red zone in this, in this league. Um, I think that's the way the game would have played out on Saturday. Also, um, if we if we were able to convert that, and so that that's that's really the overriding philosophy there. Normally, you know, if you if you want to talk about, you know, if I had, we really would like to run the ball in that situation um and on at least one of those we had the, the first time the first play we had a pass play that we really felt good about and would have called that even if we were probably running the ball effectively it was it was about a fourth and a yard and a half and we had we had exactly what we wanted on that um on the second one it was it was a yard or less um Ritter ran it we ran a kind of an rpo where the quarterback had an option he threw it um which i don't blame him um if we had been Maybe run the ball more effectively. We wouldn't. We'd have taken that option off.
6: Charles Montgomery. Hey, coach. So you alluded to Max Duggan and how he is a dual threat. Uh, kind of, he's a threat running the football. So, what do you do to prepare for a quarterback like that? That he obviously he likes to run the ball a lot.
10: Yeah, he does. They've asked him to to carry more of that as the years gone on too. And so, what you do is you 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 got to. You've got to prepare for quarterback run game, whether it's um, designed runs where they're calling it, whether it's within the pass game where he pulls it down, pulls ball down and scramble. Um, you got to put yourself in, in those situations in practice. Um, it makes it more difficult though. You know, you you have, you have to put, put at least one more hat in the box or get whether it's your 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 nickel or your safety. You got to get another guy down in the box to to help account for him.
6: Michael Sussman, you're next. Uh, the individual receiving stats are pretty widely distributed at this point in the season between a number of guys. Ford, Wheaton, James, Wright, and Simmons are all at about forty to sixty yards per game, give or take a few. Is this something that you like to see, or are you still waiting for that higher volume target to emer- emerge in that receiving core?
10: I think I think the answer is both. Um, we we love for for somebody just to be dominant week in week out. Um, but I like having a lot of guys involved. I think it's good camaraderie. It's good chemistry. I think it's harder to prepare for. Um, and those receivers are getting better. And we're playing a bunch of those guys. We're playing seven, seven or eight consistently each week. And there's been different guys to be productive. And so um, I like rolling in a bunch of guys. You keep them fresh. Um, defense can't really uh, lock in on any, any particular target.
6: Kevin, Kinder.
3: Following up on the quarterback run game, Neil, he did a really good job against Sam Ellinger. Uh, Texas Tech's quarterback, Columbia, hurt you maybe a little bit more than you expected. Is that a factor of one team running the quarterback a little bit differently, of being more aware of what Ellinger can do? And if that's the case, I'm guessing that's a focus again for this week.
10: Yeah, so with Columbia, I can't remember if it was 49 or 69 yards of his rushing came on pass plays where he pulled the ball down and scrambled. Um and we just didn't do a good enough job in that game. If you remember Tony went out early. Um we were we we're a little off with our linebacker play. Some of that was we were dropping too deep and our eyes weren't in the right spots and so Columbia really hurt us in scrambles on pass plays. Um you know, Ellinger had a couple runs. You know, to me you're looking at run efficiency and like um Ellinger had some really efficient runs on third downs. Um, and so maybe he didn't have the big long runs, or his rushing totals weren't real high. But he was still he was still efficient and effective. Um, but it's hard. It, I mean, it, it is. There's a reason why uh, you know people have running quarterbacks. There's a reason why that that you know guys with uh, running quarterbacks usually are rushing totals are a little higher because it's harder. It's, it really is. It's harder to defend.
6: We'll go to Mike Kizaza.
10: Neil, how are you? Good Mike how
11: are you? Um, I have two for in the red zone I'll ask one I'll come back in the second one if that's all right but um can you clarify a little bit the mechanics of you and Jared because Jared's kind of danced around a little bit I shouldn't say that um it's not as clear as it could have been I mean maybe I didn't follow up but I just heard different variations on television for who takes over when and how that's distributed.
10: Yeah we were we really worked together you know he 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 definitely – he calls some of the plays. I call some of them. You know, we bounce back and forth. I got – I mean, I got the final say. Um, any of the bad ones, you can blame me. But, um, now, I mean, for the most part, um, I call him. And then, you know, he definitely has some say on – in some situational football. We'll talk about it during uh, – while the defense is out there sometimes. I'll say, hey, it's kind of what I'm thinking. You know, have this ready. Um, or, hey, have a drive starter ready. Or hey, I want to go tempo, you just take it. So it's really it's it's kind of back and forth. And really everybody in the offensive staff room has has say in what we're doing. Um but he but he definitely does. He calls some of the plays. Um sometimes it's situational, sometimes it's not. It's really not, and, and I'm not avoiding the question. It's it's really not where at a certain point he takes over, or a certain, you know, it's it's not really that. It's kind of, hey, we get in this game. I want you to kind of think this is what I want you to really focus on. So we get a, this situation, you call it, or if you got to play, Hey, do you have something you like? Okay. Hey, call it. Um, that's the way it goes. It's really not a super like scientific deal.
11: All right. So like the ball goes from the 22 to the 19, he doesn't take over the play calling Then I get you. No, no. Uh, And then, and then in the red zone, terrific up until Saturday. And it looks like you tried darn near everything with calls and formations and ideas. And, and I, I don't know, I was satisfied with what you put out there and just, Unlucky at
10: sometimes, you know it's um. There's such a it's such a small margin for error. I mean, it really is. I mean, here's the thing: sometimes you call bad plays and they work. Sometimes you call good plays and they don't work. Um, like uh, Jared called the play that that we had Winston scotch free, and it's hard to get somebody that wide open. And so it was really good play design. It's a good time to he wanted to call it. It was a good time to call it, and we had a good play. We just didn't make it, right? Um. If you look at that fourth and the first time we went for it on fourth down, down the red zone, um, we had Mike wide open. It's hard to get somebody that way. You know what I mean? Like and then there was other times, you know, where where guys make a play. You know, um, we we missed a block right at the point of contact on our touchdown and Letty runs through the guy. You know, so it, it really is. It's a it's just a small margin for error. Um, we were close like the sack we took after after the touchdown got overturned uh, Winston's touchdown got overturned you know we did, our 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 guard put his eyes down i mean it was split second and so it's uh, things happen so fast and such a small margin for error i think as, as a coach you always got to kind of go back and really critically um, analyze what with, with the plays you're putting your your guys in position to to execute um, we definitely do that i thought i thought we had some good ones and if i had to do it over again there's a couple that i'd do differently and that's probably the case every game honestly
6: okay we'll go to chris anderson
10: uh speaking
6: of margin of error uh you know four and three right now uh, maybe two
7: plays away from six and one i know kind of looking at it that way maybe media do too uh yeah. first Do coaches look at it that way? Do they discuss it among themselves? Do you speak about that with your team? And two, when I say something like that, what does that make you think of where your team sits right now?
10: Well, no, I I don't get into hypotheticals. I don't really – and that's just really kind of how my mind works. Somebody asked me uh, last week about recruiting about um, somebody, and I'm like, man, like as soon as that recruiting decision is made, like – I just kind of move on. I don't mean that bad for the prospective student athlete or I just kind of move on. And, um, and you got to have a kind of a short, short memory. Um, You know, obviously I I remember almost all the details of every one of the games we played this year. Um, But I don't look back, you know, I'll spend some time after the season, like critically. Okay. Hey, what do we do? Well, what we didn't do well, what do we have to, you know, how can we get our guys better prepared? Or is there a certain opponent that's giving us issues that we've got to do some some different things against and, and we can, excuse me, kind of work them in spring practice and those type of things? Here's, here's, here's what I do know, okay? There is significant improvement in our football team from a year ago. Um, and the reason I know that is because with four minutes to go in every single game we've played this year, we've had an opportunity to win, which was definitely not the case a year ago. Now, we found a way to win, you know, three of those games that that were, you know, you take out the Eastern game, all right? So we've beaten three conference opponents that, that, that were, you know, two, uh, I guess one of them was a, was a double overtime game. Kansas State was closer than what the score looked like. And then we, we, we were able to pull away from Kansas there in the second half. So we won three of them. And then we've had three of them that, you know, two of them are are nationally ranked teams that, you know, we just didn't make the plays necessary. One of them, a sack fumble, you know, really set, you know, was really kind of the difference in the game, you know, ran the scoop score. Um, And we didn't play great against Texas Tech, you know. And so I know we're better. Uh, We've got to finish the year off in a strong note. I know we're better. Um, we're not where we want to be because we're not finishing all those games. And so um, I know it's a long answer, Chris. I'm not – I don't get into hypotheticals. I do know we're better, um, but it is frustrating that we don't – that we had not finished those games yet, all of them.
9: Go ahead, Greg. And, you know, analyze your young offensive lineman for me. Maybe start with Zach Frazier and then the guys we have seen only a little or not at all.
10: Yeah, so – I'll just kind of go from left to right because it's easy for me to kind of go through that. Um, I think Brandon Yates played his best game. Uh, really did a, a nice job. We gave him help with OSA, but I thought he he showed really steady improvement. I'm, I'm pleased with how he's played. Really, probably for the last month. Um, you know, Zach um, he he had a tough time on Saturday. Didn't play poorly, but uh, that was the that was probably the most struggle he's had. Um, Ninety three. Is is really long. I mean, he's a huge man. I don't. None of you all went to the game, so I don't think you have appreciation for how big a guy he is. Um, And Texas got some big dudes across the board, but he's the biggest. Um, And so that was the most struggles he's had in the game. Um, You know, James Gmitter, who I count as young. He's sophomore. Uh, He played um, more in the game and, and is is getting better. He's back in the flow of things um bryson mays who's a sophomore started played every snap um he's got to get stronger but he didn't hurt us in the game and i thought he showed steady improvement from the Kansas state game where he played all but about a series and a half um if you keep going i think you know parker moore is getting better he's getting close to closer to being ready to play i think he's got a a for sure future here uh jaquay hubbard came in it really uh and he's he's battled some things and um you uh, at home, where he hadn't been here as much, he's had some illnesses that he's had to really kind of leave and take care of, and full support of myself. Um, and but I think he's got a chance. He just needs an off season. Really needs an off season. He missed that last year. Uh, was big for him. I think Jordan White is a guy that um, definitely can play. Um, he he's strength wise, he's getting there. Um, he had a really good uh, night last night, and so those are some guys that are showing showing some improvement and, and getting closer to being ready to play.
6: Final question is John Antonic. Go ahead, John.
10: Yeah, just curious. You know, when they redid this
11: schedule, you knew this point was going to be, you know, those five in a row um, in five straight weeks. How do you think your guys are holding up through this? And where are you at right now with that?
10: Yeah, we're probably showing some signs. Yeah, we're, we're showing some signs. Um, it's a long stretch. Um especially when you don't have the full you didn't have the you know the full summer and all that kind of stuff to get ready for it um this we got the longest stretch it's been we talked about it we've got the longest stretch of anybody in our league and so um we're gonna get through it we're having to we're having to manage we managed some practice time last week um the election deal actually probably helped us in that in that uh in that fashion we'll manage some practice time today and tomorrow um but it won't be an excuse i mean we we you know, it's not it's not gonna be a factor in the game. Um, but we are whether we got some guys because we're we're you know, you can look at our roster, we're really young, and so we got some guys that are going through this this kind of grind for the first time and it's wearing on a little bit and we're gonna have to adjust some things to to take care of them. The time. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. Thanks. Y'all have a good week. Enjoy the enjoy the seventy eight, eighty degrees here in middle of November in in West Virginia. Can't beat it.
4: All right, so there's uh, Neil Brown here Here to that uh, absolutely gorgeous day in, in the Mountain State today, and by all accounts on Saturday, it's going to be absolutely a picture-perfect as well. Uh, back upstairs here in our network TV booth uh, on MSN for the Neil Brown Press Conference show, uh, Dan Zang really, Dale Wolfley, glad to have you along. Uh, w- w- let's just get everybody up to speed if you're jumping in midway through. I guess the big uh, news item is that uh, Letty Brown will be evaluated later in the week. Uh, he was banged up blocking on the perimeter early in the uh, game again. Texas, and that was part and parcel as to why West Virginia did not uh, go ahead and r- run the football uh, on the fourth and shorts, at least on, on the second one, which was about fourth and three-quarter of a yard. Um, so I want to pass that news item along to you. Um, but uh, as we bring in Jeff Coons now, uh, West Virginia's middle linebacker coach, also uh, special teams coordinator, uh, Coach Neal mentioned something here that I think gives everybody and everything Uh, a bunch of perspective he was asked a question essentially and I believe it was Chris Anderson who asked him this question I I apologize if I'm not attributing properly but nevertheless um, uh, West Virginia sitting here coach at four and three um, uh, they could be six and one and essentially two plays away from that and and while coach doesn't necessarily uh, look in the rearview mirror or second guess Uh, he did mention that there is significant improvement in this team because with four minutes to go in every single game, West Virginia has been in a position to win the games. While it's frustrating that we have not closed out three of these games, but in four minutes to play uh, in every single game, we have been in position uh, to, to make the tides turn our way uh, and I guess that's the the appropriate place to be when you are in the ascent that we are in um, considering everything in in full context. Is that the tone and the tenor inside your meeting room and inside the locker room just to echo what Coach Brown said?
11: I don't think there's any question You know, when you're in those situations and you do, like you said, have a chance to win the game with four minutes remaining in in, in all those games and and we've won some games that, that could have went the other way uh, in the same regard. You know, we always talk about, I know in the linebacker room and then obviously in special teams as well, is, is making a difference in, in, uh, and being game changers, changing the outcome of the game within uh, our responsibility. And the thing that we talked about in the linebacker room, even coming out of the Texas Tech game and moving forward, was we don't know where that one play is going to be. We, we have no idea. And, and at the end of the day, a uh, quote that I heard years ago was, the play doesn't really care who makes it, meaning this. we got to continue to do our job, and that play is going to present itself at some point in the game, maybe in the last four minutes. Maybe it's a play in the second quarter that changes the outcome of a game. And I think that's the thing that we got to continue to work on as we do our climb is that just stay, stay consistent on how we're preparing, how we're playing the game, and try to do our job on every single snap. And that play, when it presents itself, we'll be in a position to make it and, and change the outcome of the game for a
12: positive.
5: Yeah, Coach, let's talk about that linebacker room. And, of course, obviously you got to start with Tony Fields coming in. He's number two in the Big 12 in tackles. I believe he has 65 total tackles. He's sideline to sideline. But then again, you got Josh Chandler-Cimito, who's uh, really been coming on the last few games. I know that he did get hurt. And, and then even X-Ray low, uh is really putting in some good time on the field. Let's, please talk to us about the linebacker room.
11: Yeah, I'm proud of those guys. They've, they've really worked hard, and, and the thing that's improved, Every single week is just how they prepare, how they work, how they study. um, The questions that are being asked, uh, the dialogue that they're having, both uh, with each other, uh, between plays uh, on the sidelines during game adjustments, uh, adjustment ability. Uh, You know, you can't make adjustments if you don't have a real good grasp on not just our base scheme and and our base game plan, but also what the offense is giving us and what opponents are giving us. And, and that's what comes back to the meeting room during the week and, and how they prepare. So I've been proud on that side of it. And then at the end of the day, they got to be able to make plays at the point of attack. And if we can make continue to make plays at the point of attack, whether that's getting off a block to finish a play, whether that's finish a play in the box or out of the box uh, with the different angles that we work. And then obviously in coverage as well. You know, we've had some successful, um, you know, positive plays as, as during the season at different times and coverage and that's a huge part of it so it's not just one-dimensional but I but I'm just really proud of the work that all three of those guys have done. Uh,
4: Coach Jeff Koons uh, with us, special teams coordinator as well uh, can you speak to Casey Leg and how he's handled stepping in for injured Evan Staley um, kind of thrown right into the fire <laughs> really no time to prepare uh, for yeah. being the guy uh, what would you say to the job that he's done especially over the last two games?
11: Yeah, you know, i brought a of Casey. Obviously, you know, he's, he's a exceptional young man and, and what he does. And you know, he's a young he's a guy that you know, even when Evan was the starter and, and was kicking and getting those, you didn't never saw anything uh, change in his preparation and his approach to the day to day and his activity. So, really proud of how he's prepared to be in this uh, position. And obviously, he's been he's been kind of been in the same position before. But he, you know, the last two weeks coming out, the success that he's had, and in, in not only field goals. Uh, I had a touchback on Saturday on kickoff. And, I'm sorry.
4: No, I'm sorry. And, go ahead. Finish your thought, Coach.
11: Okay. And then, uh, you know, just and again, just trying to be consistent, and that's the biggest thing that Casey's been working on is being consistent, obviously in our kickoffs, but obviously, but also with the field goals. But but uh, just what a, what a testament to just being prepared when you're when your number's called and, and and not you know changing how you how you do things mm-hmm. whether you're the starter or you're not the
4: starter. All right. Well, Coach, uh, I appreciate uh, your time hopping on here and shedding the insight on the uh, the linebacker room and also uh, special teams as well. And Another guy, we don't have time to ask you about him, but somebody who uh, really takes a lot of pride, you could uh, uh, certainly tell, is Winston Wright, and what a dangerous weapon he is. Uh, you have to certainly spy on 16, I would think, uh, when that ball is about to go into the air, especially on punts. So, uh, that's Coach Jeff Coons. We'll talk to Winston Wright when we return. It's the Neil Brown Press Conference Show. This segment, by the way, brought to you by our Friends at Farmer Klein and Campbell. If you're injured in an accident, call Farmer Klein and Campbell. They are West Virginia's injury lawyers. We'll return talking to Winston Wright, dual threat special teams weapon, but of course on the perimeter as well. For WVU, wide receiver joins us coming up on MSN, the Mountaineers Sports Network. When the
6: unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet.
1: I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company The Mountaineers Call.
7: Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Civil and Environmental Consultants, or CEC, is an employee-owned engineering and environmental consulting firm. At CEC, people come first, whether that's our clients, our employees, or our fellow citizens. It's why we listen intently and work harder to learn our clients' business. It's why we prioritize the career development of every individual on our team, and it's why we're invested in the success of our local communities. People are why we do what we love and love what we do. CEC, West Virginians doing West Virginia's work. Visit CECinc.com for more. That's CECinc.com.
3: We'll be back after these messages from your local station. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network.
9: Shorter days and cooler nights, and the sweet sounds of fans chanting, Hail WV, can only mean one thing. It's football season. And now at GoMart, you can play along in-store while WVU plays on the field with the Mountaineer First and Goal Contest. Rush to score a touchdown as you gain yards by purchasing qualifying items each month. The best part, gear up for next season with GoMart's monthly WVU giveaways. Leading up to the ultimate win, a tailgate and tickets package, or a game during the 2021 football season. Go to GoMart.com for more details.
8: Injured in a car wreck? The last thing you should worry about is how much it's going to cost you to fight the insurance company. Call 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein and Campbell. It costs you nothing out of pocket, and we don't get paid unless you do. We know about the money the insurance companies won't tell you about. We could get you more. Injured in a car wreck? It costs you nothing out of pocket. Nothing. Call Attorneys Farmer, Klein and Campbell. 800-687-5990. Around here, you matter. Trust the climb. West Virginia football is on the
9: rise under coach Neil Brown.
2: Ellinger pressure, stills, got him down! He sacked him! Here still he is, sacks Sam Ellinger.
9: Join us as we do battle against the Big 12 at Mountaineer Field and Milan Pushkar Stadium.
2: DeSarville has a wide-open receiver. The ball is caught into the end zone. Touchdown!
9: Tickets for the 2020 season are on sale now at wvugame.com or by calling 1-800-WVU-GAME.
2: Join
6: the climb today.
3: Throughout the state of West Virginia. You're listening to the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration on MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Alongside Dale Wolfley, here's your host, Dan Zangrilli. And this segment presented to you by our friends at CEC,
4: Civil and Environmental Consultants, hiring West Virginians to do West Virginia's work. CECinc.com. The Wolfman alongside. I'm Dan Zangrilli, and on the telephone, Winston Wright, West Virginia wide receiver, is our guest. Also, uh, you could tell he just really embraces uh, playing special teams. Winston, thanks for joining us, and uh, how much have you enjoyed the special teams aspect of your game? We'll get to the receiving here in, in just a moment, But, uh from the special team standpoint, it seems like you've really jumped in with both feet
12: right um well well here um in this program uh our coaches they um really preach special teams, and I really didn't know how important it was until I got to college um and then I just um I embraced the challenge that my coaches gave me in um getting on special teams, so um, I really enjoy it.
4: Well, let me ask you this. So, what did you learn about special teams once you got here to West Virginia? Uh, we know about mm-hmm. the emphasis that Neil Brown uh, pl- plays in in right. that special teams room. However, um what what did you learn most about how special teams can impact the course of a football game?
12: Uh, right. So, um I learned that um if you make if you make plays on special teams, um that that Triggers to offense or defense. Um, it's all about the momentum. So if you make a good play on special teams, like you have that momentum, whether you're on offense or defense, and that's very important because uh, making those plays on special teams are differences in games. So that's what I learned.
5: Yeah. Hey, Danny, let's talk about that real quick because when you see uh, Winston Wright Jr what he's doing, he's returning kicks, so he's in the top 20 in the country, and his uh, kickoff returns. He's on the punt team, where he runs down, and he's, he's making he down the ball at the one-yard line a few games ago, inside the 10, that's huge for field position, and he's just all over it, and you saw the fourth down uh, conversion against Texas Tech, so obviously he's making a huge conversion uh, and impact for the Mountaineer special teams. So he's one of the reasons why they're playing well at this point, but Winston, right, hey, let's go talk about, you know, you're the leading in receptions on the team, uh, you're averaging 12 yards per, per touch, and you really are moving quite around. I mean, they're using you all over the field, so uh, the defenses can't get a beat on you. What's, it going, what's going on in the offense, and how are you enjoying uh, being such a featured uh, receiver?
12: Um, well, uh, well, I'm going to say this about special teams. So um, another reason why I like special teams, it gives, me, like, it gives me warmed up so when I come on offense, I'm already in kind of a rhythm. And then um to answer your question about uh the offense. I just like uh everything that we're doing, um, uh, Coach Brown and Coach Parker, uh, how they're using me and stuff, how they're using other guys. Um, I just feel that um we all we're all just hitting on all cylinders and like we're playing to our full potential now.
4: Winston Wright is with us uh, on the radio side and uh, here on our, uh, our TV elements uh, across the Mountaineer Sports Network. What aspects of your game are you trying to get better in? Uh, could you give me some specifics here with however many games we have left this year you're trying to, right. to work on what?
12: Right. Um, well, coming in this year, I just wanted to make um, a lot of catches over the middle. Uh, I really focused on that on the offseason, trying to make catches over the middle better using my hands instead of my body um now i just want to work on just um uh, after the catch like breaking more tackles and, and standing the play and that's pretty much it
4: now how's your relationship with jared daigie
12: uh we got a pretty good relationship um like before every drive um he comes to me and says like he needs me to make plays and uh whenever whenever um he throws it. I'm gonna try to make. I'm just gonna try to do the best I can to make that play. So he, it can build confidence, and so he can continue to trust me as we build uh, our relationship.
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's been fun to watch uh, the the emergence, uh, the development uh, of your game, uh, and as it becomes more complete, uh, we look to really see what that uh, truly is going to be here before it's all said and done. Winston, thank you so much for the time. All the best on Saturday uh, against TCU, and we'll catch up with you here down the road before too long.
12: Yes, sir. Thank you.
4: All right. There's Winston Wright, West Virginia wideout and uh, special teams savant.
5: Danny, he really is the right man. For the Mountaineers. Right. Uh, truly. Right. Yep. All right.
4: We'll be right back after this here on MSN, the Neil Brown Press Conference Show. And uh, we'll recap what you missed uh, if you're just tuning in. A couple news items that we do want to pass along to you. Uh, so stay with us here on MSN, the Mountaineers Sports Network.
6: When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet.
1: I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company The Mountaineers Call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration.
8: Have you been injured in a wreck? You shouldn't have to worry about fighting the insurance company, and it shouldn't cost you a dime. Call Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell, 800-687-5990. We help fellow West Virginians. Ask around. We've probably helped a friend, neighbor, or even a family member. We never ask you for money, and we don't get paid unless you do. Injured in a wreck? Call the law firm you know, 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. Around here, you
3: matter. We'll be back after these messages from your local station. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network.
7: Civil and Environmental Consultants, or CEC, is an employee-owned engineering and environmental consulting firm. At CEC, people come first, whether that's our clients, our employees, or our fellow citizens. It's why we listen intently and work harder to learn our clients' business. It's why we prioritize the career development of every individual on our team, and it's why we're invested in the success of our local communities. People are why we do what we love and love what we do. CEC, West Virginians doing West Virginia's work. Visit CECinc.com for more. That's CECinc.com. Morgantown's number one new home builder and the official home builder
1: of WVU athletics, Dan Ryan builders builds award-winning homes for Mountaineers and their fans. Make your first home or your last home a dream home by Dan Ryan builders, Dan Ryan builders and WVU a winning combination. Let's go Mountaineers. Visit Dan to learn more. Dan Ryan builders, better value, better living.
9: Trust the climb. West Virginia football is on the rise under coach Neil Brown.
2: Ellinger, pressure, Stills, got him down! He sacked him! Here he is, Stills, sacks Sam Ellinger.
9: Join us as we do battle against the Big 12 at Mountaineer Field and Byland Pushcar Stadium. D.
2: has a wide-open receiver. The ball is caught into the end zone. Touchdown!
9: Tickets for the 2020 season are on sale now at wvugame.com or by calling 1-800-WVU-GAME.
2: Join the
6: climb today.
4: Welcome back. Neil Brown, press conference show coverage uh, here on MSN as we get you ready for TCU. Dan Zhang, really Dale Wolfley, glad to have you along. Um, Let's uh, recap what Neil said today just to bring everybody up to speed so you're well informed. Um, The the rushing attack obviously was not what we wanted it or needed Mm -hmm. it to be against Texas. And that was a factor as we rehashed the – there were three fourth downs that West Virginia went for it on uh, – on on saturday uh once from the thirty seven yard line, the other two times were inside the the twenty yard line uh, of texas uh two in particular did not work the uh, fourth down in about a yard and a half it was a long yard that West Virginia went to the end zone. michael laughlin drops the pass. Neil Brown said that they really liked that pass play that they would have called that again if they uh if they had to frankly on the fourth down in about three quarters of a yard the second fourth and one that they went for. That was an RPO. However, if West Virginia's rushing attack was a little bit better uh, that entire game, they probably would have taken out the pass option for Jared Dagi. Also, and a big factor, and this is what we were discussing on the radio post game, Wolf, it's so important when we immediately react to a game that we have the entire breadth of the situation and context of what Neil Brown has at his disposal, or in this case, maybe what he didn't have at his disposal, and that is a completely healthy Letty Brown. Brown played the entire game. However, Letty was injured on a perimeter blocking play early in the contest, which sort of rendered him to be far less than 100% to the point he's banged up that we just don't know his status for Saturday's game against TCU coming up. That's going to be determined a a little bit later in the week, and, and Brown didn't even go into detail as far as what's hurting Mm -hmm. Letty or his his true status other than that he's going to be evaluated a little bit later in the week. So now that we have full context, we've had uh, 48 or so hours to take a few, hopefully more than a few deep breaths, Uh, it it doesn't necessarily lessen the sting of a 17-13 defeat when Mm -hmm. your defense holds Texas to 17 points. you got to win those games, and Brown mentioned as much, but... Uh, Letty Brown wasn't 100% healthy. You weren't just getting the type of blocking, especially on the interior, that you needed. So
5: that goes into those decisions that we sometimes have knee-jerk reactions to. Sure, absolutely, Danny. But, you you know, here's the bottom line. Texas was scoring 44 points on average a game. Mm -hmm. Uh, You needed touchdowns to win the game, and the Mountaineers are no different than anybody else. Going down in Texas, you need to go ahead and put those points on. So I got no issue uh, with the calls. I mean, if you look at that, uh, the... Incompletion uh, for Michael Laughlin. It was a fraction of it. I mean, guy just swiped it at the last sure. second. It was right there. Would have been a great call. We all, all would have and been cheering be dancing on. Dancing in the and streets. Saying, hey, that's just like two all. years ago when Will Greer ran for two Absolutely. in there and it was successful. And yay, you know, it's all that. I understand it. I get it. And everybody has an opinion. And, and, and I certainly understand the other side. But when you're a coach, you got to make those decisions and you got to live by those decisions as the head coach. And what I love about Neil Brown, I mean, right off off the the field, he's telling Jed, hey, listen, okay, I'm going to take the ownership on this. I'm not going to put on my guys, my young team, and let them think that they let me down. That's what he's saying, really, as a head coach. And I really appreciate that leadership that he's giving to the team. Because, you know, again, he didn't mention in the press conference, this is a youthful team, and this five-week stretch, you know, they're starting to show a little bit of the crack, and – Again, going back to last week and that day off of the elections, you know, letting them recover. you got to recover your mind, too, as well. And let's take a look at what they're doing this week and how they're building. Because, once again, like at the beginning I said, is that you got to take the good, man, and build on that. And that's what he's been doing. And, hey, listen, you're in the game. With four minutes left, you're in the game with two minutes left. In reality, against Texas, you went toe to toe. You got all Americans. You got guys playing the NFL. You have four and five star recruits.
4: And and, and that's and that's what he said uh, to a really good question. I think because West Virginia is sitting here at four and three, Wolf. They are two plays away from being six and one. And the question was essentially posed, and I don't want to misrepresent it, is that. What's it like being 4-3 and three as opposed to 6-1? and one? How much do you hash over plan? that with your team? Because you could have been one thing, you could have been the other. Uh, and he says he doesn't look at hypotheticals, right. but it's, it's a true measuring stick. What you mentioned, same thing that Brown mentioned, is with four minutes to go, we've been in every single game this year. That's how I know we're yeah. better. It's so, a learning experience, Danny.
5: Yeah. It's a learning experience. That's what 4-3 and three is to yeah. these guys,
4: learning. And uh, we continue to learn, and we'll play our fifth straight game, the most, the longest straight of any other Big 12 team uh, this coming Saturday against TCU. We hope you can be with us. Uh, health and safety protocols at Sports.com. Noon kick, that means an airtime of 8.30 for all of us. Team MSN getting you ready with the uh, hosts that are closest to the team and oh, we'll be live at the scene. So thanks for everyone tuning in here to our Neil Brown Press Conference show. We've got Neil's show Thursday evening plus our podcast to drop on that day as well. Talk to you then, everyone. The Neil Brown Press Conference show his. Presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, the official cleaning and restoration company of your West Virginia Mountaineers.
6: When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown.
1: When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company The Mountaineers Call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration.
3: We'll be back after these messages from your local station. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network.
8: Injured in a car wreck? The last thing you should worry about is how much it's going to cost you to fight the insurance company. Call 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein and Campbell. It costs you nothing out of pocket, and we don't get paid unless you do. We know about the money the insurance companies won't tell you about. We could get you more. Injured in a car wreck? It costs you nothing out of pocket. Nothing. Call Attorneys Farmer, Klein and Campbell. 800-687-5990. Around here, you matter. The chance of bowling a perfect game, 1 in 11,000.
7: The chance of becoming a famous YouTuber, 1 in 135. The chance of cracking the screen of your smartphone, 1 in 6. So, what's the chance of winning the West Virginia Lottery? It's zero if you don't play. With prizes ranging into the millions for draw games, instant win scratch-offs, and an app to make it all easier, don't you think it's time to take your chance? You may be a winner. App does not allow purchases. Please play responsibly at a distance.
9: Trust the Climb. West Virginia football is on the rise under coach Neil Brown.
2: Ellinger pressure still Got him down. He sacked him. Darius still he is Sacks Sam Ellinger.
9: Join us as we do battle against the Big 12 at Mountaineer Field and Milan Pushcar Stadium. Bill
2: has a wide open receiver. The ball is caught into the end zone. Touchdown.
9: Tickets for the 2020 season are on sale now at wvugame.com or by calling 1-800-WVU-GAME.
2: Join
6: the Climb today.
3: to the Neil Brown Press Conference show on MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Today's show has been brought to you by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, the official restoration company of the West Virginia University Mountaineers, Farmer, Klein & Campbell, West Virginia's injury lawyers, CEC Civil and Environmental Consultants, hiring West Virginians to do West Virginia's work. CEC 8com That's C-E-C-I-N-C dot com. Be sure to log on to WVU sports.com to listen to this program in its entirety on demand also be sure to download the wvu game day app a must-have for west virginia university fans the preceding has been a learfield img college presentation of msn the mountaineers sports network